Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, notifications. yeah. Notifications. Well, good day, everyone, and welcome to Car Audio Talk with Dean and Fernando, episode number... 53. That's right. Isn't that exciting? It's been 53, 53, wow. 53 episodes. That's crazy. I know. It is crazy. All right. Well... I've watching 53 times. Uh, a lot of people. It's, it's, it's a fairly fun thing to do, apparently. Well, thank you. So, hey, guys. What's up, Steven? All right, so... It is a Johnny, beautiful up, Monday, buddy? so chime in. Let us know where you're from. Let us know how the weather's doing Side in Johnny. your neck of the woods. Yep. <sighs> Today was a... I'm still waiting. For what? For it to hit notify. Yeah. I was still, still coming on. What's up? What's up? What's up, Johnny? What's up, Mar- Marty? Marty? Yep. Marty. I, I got wires in front of my, my view. Hold on. Let me, let me fix that. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, I'm moving the whole thing. Indianapolis. Yeah. Is this oh. cold? I'm sure it's cold. Oh, yeah, I bet. You guys rock. Thank yeah. you. No, you rock. Which brings us to a really good point. Idaho. Um, which we'll, we'll talk about here in a minute. First off, a little bit of background information. What's up, gentlemen? What's up, Cody? How are you, buddy? Uh, windy in Arizona, but it's probably hot like it is here. What's Happy up, John? Day. Happy Monday, fellas. Uh, review is top notch. Oh, I'm glad you like it, John. Hey, I'm watching. Hi, right, Tony. Yeah. You, t- you two. Hey, okay, Tony. What's UK up? Tony. Good evening. Cold in the UK. Oh, he's got a cold too. Ah, see no evil. See no evil. So, anyways, here we go. Yes. Uh, the podcast is doing well. We're on uh, episode number two. Yes. This yes. week will be episode number three, which yeah. will be really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you guys haven't checked that out, it's available on the Google Play Store now. So, what's up, Cody. Uh, yeah. uh, what's up? Hey, uh, watch your videos. Cool. Thank you, Junior. Or JR, yeah, JR. James. What's up, James? Room a zoom zoom in your big fast motorcycle. Um, did you watch that? Yeah. No, not did yet. A no. POV motorcycle review. That was kind oh, really? of really. Yeah. Um, which okay. he would have lasted five minutes here. <laughs> Florida's not the place to ride motorcycles. I'm just telling you right now, James. It's a good way to die. Yeah, but yeah. it's crazy because it's a lot of motorcycles in here. Yeah, and a it's lot. a lot of dead people. Uh, that's yeah. all right. But that's, that's okay. okay. Yeah, no one watches for no motorcycles here. They even have ugly no, stickers can, that are purple and say, Save no lives, problem. look both ways. What's up, what's up? All right, so Podcast is Live. It is on the Google Play Store, it is on iTunes, and it is on Podbean. So uh, hopefully one of those will be good. Uh, it'll You can check it out. There's three shows that we do a week. We do this show. Yeah. We do a, the Saturday YouTube show. So if you guys... Basically, all the really long shows. So, like, this show's an hour, the YouTube show's an hour, mm-hmm. um, and the show we do is anywhere between a half hour to 45 minutes. So, we're taking all those nice long shows, and they're podcasts now with one original podcast. So, uh, Thursday nights, you get the original podcast. Monday nights, yeah. or you get the rebroadcast of this, and you get a rebroadcast of the Saturday show. It's up from Australia. It's Tuesday morning. There you go. Hey, what a way to start your Tuesday morning. <laughs> Uh, warm and Oldsmar. Yes, Jason. <laughs> we know. Hello Sweden. from Sweden. What's up, Dave? How you doing, buddy? Yep. Uh, Dave, you, are you friends with him on Facebook? Ah, uh, Dave. No. Dave Cos. Dave, you got a friend, Fernando Lopez here. He's, you got to check out the work he does. It's he's, he's, nice. Oh, dude. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I love his work. He's the guy. You know, we met in California. Yeah, yeah. I fly okay. all the way to California. So Dave Cos and I, we 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 know each other. What's up, um, Jason? Got Welcome. Up to a couple times. We fly halfway around the world, so we fly to California. He he's from uh, Ohio. I'm from California. We both come down. We sit at this table. We're at we're at a show. 
Will do, thanks, yes. And, all right, so California. I'm in California, yeah. okay, at, at a Audison bit training. Yep. And the guy that sits in front of me, he goes, hey, where are you from? I said, I work for this place called Five Star. And he goes, Five Star? He goes, does a guy named Paul own it? And I go, yeah. He goes, an Indian guy? I said, yeah. He goes, oh, I know those guys. I used to, you know, hang out at their store, go to their store. Really? He's he's famous. <laughs> Paul is famous. But, but no, it's like, how is that the, the, like, yeah, small world. Definitely small world. What's up, Clint? Hey, what's up, buddy? All right, so that's the podcast news. All right, second news um, is I just want to thank you guys. Okay, so... Um, this show, this, okay. these videos, we, we do these, we do these for the purpose of educating you guys and entertainment. Yep. And, uh, Dave's laughing. And it, it, it's nice, you know, the, the response that we get from you guys is overwhelming, uh, positive, very positive, um, which is great. To, That's yeah. why we, we keep making them. Um, and, and, you know, we've, we, we've turned the ship many directions since we've started. Yep. I mean, if you go back and watch five years ago we were doing something totally different than where we're at now, and it is way more fun now than it was back then. Yes. Um, and it, it's it's the the gratitude that you guys show us that makes us keep doing this. Because, you know, I always get the comments, you know, because I post the videos at 5.15 in the morning, they're like, mm -hmm. dude, do you ever sleep? And the reality of it is, no. no. <laughs> um, I'm usually up till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, yeah. getting the show ready, so I can post at 5.15. I don't auto-post because when I auto post it YouTube sucks for that the thank whole you for the log. monetization yep. thing so regardless of that um, and then I go back to sleep for a couple hours but it, it's the drive of for one not wanting to let you guys down mm -hmm. um, for you know like when I put up a video and, and the, the response is, is positive and great it's like you know which James knows um, uh, cardio etc yes James um, he knows that because, and, and, and even um, Jason knows that uh, at, at Stereo Kings. You yeah. know, when you get a thumbs up, when you get a, hey, great job, guys, hey, thank you, um, it means a lot. And that's what drives you to keep doing the movies. Yeah. And that's what, you know, when you're sitting there at 2 o'clock in the morning and it's like, I, I just, I need 10 more minutes to put an audio track on this so I can go to bed. And it's like, I could just go to bed. And it's like, no, because I know there's guys that are waiting for that video in the morning. I know that's like they're going to sit there, they're going to see that video, they're going to listen to it on their way to work, or they're going to <laughs> have some coffee. Yeah. I miss the old videos with the Flavor Flav clock and the eye patch. Yes, those were the best, John. Yeah, yeah. They went over terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody um, complain about it. <laughs> what's up, Greg? What's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah. What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? Anyways, so I just want to thank you guys because it, it's, it's you guys that make us do this. And um, we don't say it enough. Now, one of the reasons, okay, so, and, and, and one of the reasons for this is, is, has to do with Google, Google reviews, okay, and it's really made me stop and think about lately, in the last week, about how, um, you know, all the effort we put into making this channel and this store and this business, Thank you, Philip. Yep. what it is, and in helping as many people as we possibly can, but yeah. you also need resting, you know, no, no, I get rest. It's Sunday, you know. It's like, yeah. Anyways, I don't. But um, I don't need a lot of rest. I got It's, it's, you know. I just. That's why I have no. Anyways, we won't talk about that. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we put a lot of effort into this. So, David. And something happened Saturday 
that that really really brought me down. Yes. Uh, down a lot. Probably yeah, I mean, everybody. It, 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 it upset you, it yes. upset me, upset Paul. Um, and it's Google reviews. Yeah. Okay. And we talked about it just a little bit on the Saturday show. And there was a bunch of you guys that went and gave us positive Google reviews. Thank you. And I want to thank you. And if you didn't get a chance to, please feel free. Go, you know, go to Google. Give us a thumbs up. And say, if I'm If we awesome. helped you in any way, if, you, if you've learned anything from us or we've answered your question or anything, just, you know, throw some love and just, you know, I, I love all the positive reviews we get on YouTube. I love yeah. all the reviews we get on Facebook. Google is unfortunately still the animal that just kicks you right in the... <clears throat> And so what happened Saturday was we got a, Paul gets a phone call. Yes. And I'm loving the thumbs up right now. It's, Thank it's you. like it's raining thumbs up. It's raining. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry, love. That's awesome. Uh, and on a total different tangent, Haley loves watching um, James J Ru RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, Thank God I'm editing. That's all I got to say because that is the, it's just the most off the wall show ever. And people, right. people love it. Okay, so back to back on track. All right. So we get a phone call Saturday. Yes. And, and okay, so two things have made this bad. We've gotten a review like a week previous where yep. someone was upset because uh, apparently Paul was a tad seemed or came across a tad bit rude, depending on who you talk to. I read the review and I talk to Paul, and and someone was upset because uh, you know they wanted us to match a price online, mm -hmm. and Paul was like, you know, we're we're gonna, we're offering you a service along with that, you know, yeah. for for the fifteen to twenty dollars more we are, it's it's worth the extra money, um, and a lot, I know a lot of you guys feel that way. You're like, you know, I gladly pay the extra twenty thirty bucks just to have the the resources that we offer it, and that's great. Uh, Thank you, Cuddy. I'm really sorry. I wasn't. <laughs> Starting some infinity speakers. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. I, and uh, so what happened was, and, and then we had a bad review before that, where someone didn't inspect their. You know, we we screwed up. We 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 didn't inspect the customer's car. They had a crack in the windshield. They didn't realize they had a crack in the windshield. They tried to blame it on us. And we're like, dude, we saw it. We didn't mention it. it was like one of those things where we're busy. Mm -hmm. We saw the crack. We didn't come out and immediately say, hey, there's a crack in your windshield. So. It kind of sucked there, um, but those 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 happen. Those are yeah. things that happen. Those those unfortunately I can't control. And what I really can't control was this review we got Saturday. And this is this is what just really ticked me off because of all the effort we put into this. So this guy calls up and says, "Hey man, um, how much to put in X Y Z P D Q?" And we're like, huh, "Buy cheap, buy twice." Exactly. Yeah. And, and that was the thing. Um, and Paul says, um, without seeing it, you know, probably about 500 bucks. And the guy was like, really? So then he hangs up and he immediately goes, because I guess he was just on the, the internet looking for phone numbers to call. Mm -hmm. And he immediately wrote, these guys gave us a crappy review saying we charged too much for our install. Paul comes over and says, dude, you're not going to believe this. And I was like, what? And he tells yep. me. And I was like, you're, you're kidding me. Well, this goofball decides to call back. Yeah. Because there again, apparently he found our phone number twice in Google. So he calls back, and I just so happened to be at the store to get a part for an install we right. were doing. And uh, nice amp. No, it is a great yeah. <laughs> XYZ PDQ. Nice amp. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so a uh, Paul's talking to him, and he's getting a bit irate with the guy. And so I was like, "Give me the phone. Let me talk to him." Yeah. So and, and then the, so I start talking to him, and I'm like trying to rationalize with this crazy person, and and I'm not trying to call him a crazy person it's just this concept is foreign to me how it's like it's going it's like reading your reading the menu for a restaurant that you might want to go to 
or not even knowing anything about the restaurant, and then just finding out that they sell steak for $20 instead of 15 and just going, oh my God, this place sucks because they charge $20 for a steak. Mm -hmm. And I only use the food analogy because for some reason a lot of people like to use that. You know, or, or, or just saying something. And I'm like, I tried to rationalize. I'm like, look, you know, we charge what we charge and we're perfectly fine with that. Not everyone's going to come to us and, no. and we're fine with that. But this guy just was not getting it and he was one of those guys that talks over you. Uh, we've had, and, and there again, as a, as a retailer, you get these crazy things. Uh, 500 for a head unit amp speakers, a deal. More or less, but he had like, you know, it was all his equipment. Regardless of that, you know, we couldn't give him a perfect price. But the fact that he, it just blows my mind that someone that doesn't know who you are, has never met you, never set one foot in your stores, never watched any of our videos, never asked us a technical nothing. question. You don't know nothing he about He didn't us. say, hey, look, I understand, do you guys have one, someone you could recommend? You guys are kind of out of my price point. And we do. We could have yeah. recommended six other guys that would have... It was just ridiculous. So yeah. that really set us off Tuesday. And then on the show, we asked you guys, hey, if you could go into Google, give us a thumbs up. If we've helped mm -hmm. you in any way, just give us a thumbs up. Give us a you know positive comment. That'd be great. And so we're asking you guys it, to do the same thing. Yep. And we're done. That's it. That's all I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about it anymore because this guy's already sucked enough of the life out of me. And... And there again, I understand that the you know things like this happen. I've been doing this 27, 28 years, 28 years now. Jesus Christ! Um, so I get it, but it still never, never gets old. Never. Ugh. And I dripped. <laughs> and free all work. Seriously, I know yeah. it's it's what it is. I'm on. Yep. Thank you, Greg. And I want to there again. I want to thank all you guys because it's you guys that that drive this train. You know when we. We started doing our silly videos five or six years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, we'd always sit there and talk after the show. Dude, it'll be great when we can sit here and do this. This was always one of the things we wanted to get to, to where we could hit record on this, and there would be people on the other end that we could actually help answer questions, uh, communicate with, build, yep. a, build a relationship with. Um, at, they call it a fan base. I don't really call it a fan base. Um, it's 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 different. This is really cool, and we've always wanted to get to this point. Last year we started. This year is way better, and here we are today. And you know, it's great. It's yep. a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Okay, so yeah, should I sound dead in my subwoofer box? Cheers, guys. That depends, um, and that's a great question. So mm -hmm. I a lot of the times now when you're doing like a fiberglass enclosure. Now the new thing to do is put a thin layer of eighth inch butyl rubber with aluminum foil on either the inside or the outside, thinking that that's uh, true. it's going to... You can to... make everyone happy. No, that's you true. can't make everyone happy. But thinking that that's going to sound dead in the enclosure even more. Yeah. My thought would be just add another layer or two of fiberglass, which would make it harder. And instead of putting sound deadening, I would put... Uh, some form of a thin polyfill layer on the outside of the box, you know, like what Kicker does. Kicker uses yep. sheets of uh, polyfill, the sheet polyfill, and they staple it to the inside of the box, uh, which helps to kill the s standing waves and the bouncing around and all that. And I, I feel you'll have a much, that's a much better thing to do. Um, CA in the house. I ask, yep. I ask, Isaac, jeez, I can't talk. Um, Back kissing your butt, my life is half as good. <laughs> no, you can, you can, you can. I'm, I, I can take compliments. I'm good with that. It's the insults that kill me. Um, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Danny, that's awesome, man. I know, right? 
Um, so anyways, uh, as far as the sound, the sound dender inside the box, I really don't think it's necessary. If you use the good thick wood, three quarters, something or other, mm -hmm. uh, if your corners are all glued together nice and tight, uh, if, you know, corner bracing, um, if you got an inexpensive box and you're trying to make it better, uh, just cut some corner braces and, and screw those in. We'll, we'll make it more sound deadened than adding sound deadening to it. I, I really don't think that's the way to go. Right. But that's just, that's my thought on the matter and rocking on. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry, I took that one out of order. My bad. All right. No, no, that's fine. Uh, what's up, Clint? Uh, no, just everybody replies, you know. That's why it's wrong with the accessory. What's your uh, thoughts on breakers versus fuse holders at the battery? Do you want to answer that one? Because I've answered that one like a dozen times. Breaking fuses. We don't use breaking breakers. fuses. Yeah. All right. So the story I tell people is real simple. I'll, I'll, I'll mention it again for the new guys. So years ago, we had an old box Chevy that came in, and we used to always, Jeremy, yep. we, always, we always used to put uh, little tiny breakers underneath the hood yep. because they were cheap. Uh, we're doing good. Um, they were cheap. They were easy to do. Two ring tunnels, mount the thing, you're done. If the, you don't have to worry about the guy coming back. If yep. he ever blows his fuse, turn the key off, turn the key on, resets itself. It's rock on. Well, then uh, this kid decides that he wants to smoke. He's a smoker, but he's one of those, you know, I'm cool, I'm going to smoke, but I'm not going to tell my parents. And he flicked this cigarette out his window, and it blew into the back seat and set his right. back seat on fire. Well, it just so happens to be where our power wire was ran. So the fire marshal, not knowing anything about electronics, not knowing anything about electricity at all, says, there's a power wire there. Burn. That must be what set the seat on fire. And I'm like, there's a circuit breaker under the hood. Oh, that's a circuit breaker. That, that is faulty. Burn the car. I'm like, it, it would have burned the whole way forward in, or from the from where, no, no, no. So anyways, make a long story short, we ended up paying for this guy's car. And from that day forward, I, has, I have never used a circuit breaker and will never use a circuit breaker because a fuse will blow and yeah. it will stay blown until you come back to me and go, why is my fuse blown? Yeah. And if you're silly enough to replace your fuse and not come back, it's on you, man. Thanks, Johnny. So I'm a fuse guy. Now, the only time I will make an exception to that rule is in a boat. Yeah, and the reason why sense. is a boat is made out of fiberglass. There's very little in the way that a boat is going to get pinched yep. or cause any form of harm. Plus, the other thing, too, is you're on a boat, and anything that's mission critical on a boat should be on a breaker so that you can get home because it's really hard to find a fuse in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. So I'll go for a breaker on a boat. Other than that, I'm always going to use a fuse holder. Definitely. All right, go All ahead. right, Donnie. Donnie say, uh, hey, guys, there's a guy selling a 4201 NEX. I know, James, right? With the harness. With the harness? With the harness? With harness. Okay. No remote, no USB cables. Okay. No backup camera. Okay. In the video, say, uh, Dean say, that's we should use to provide Pioneer iPhone cable. That guy is selling it for a hundred bucks. The ha, cables, ha. or just the radio? I think it's just the radio. Um, okay, hey guys, there's a guy selling a 4100 with harness, no remote, no USB cables, no backup camera. In your videos, Dean said that we should use the Pioneer cable. The guy is selling it for a hundred bucks. How hard is it to get these those accessories? accessories? So he's uh, okay, right, the radio. radio for a hundred bucks with a power cable is a good deal. There's no question yeah. about that. Uh, those other parts you can actually get from. Yeah. Um, it's called Pack Parts out of California. Okay, 
Uh, the remote control you really don't need. No. Uh, the USB cable is probably about 20 bucks, but you can really use almost any uh, USB cable you can find yeah. that's like a heavy-duty USB cable. Yeah. Um, so that's no Amazon. big deal there. You can pick yeah. up a heavy-duty USB cable from Amazon for 20 bucks. Probably less than that. Uh, the only thing that you would have to buy is the Bluetooth mic, um, which is probably about thirty-five bucks. Yeah. So if like you that. can go to but, uh, but pack, car stereo, well, pack pack parts out of California yeah, is the provider for parts. Yeah. Um, also, if if you if you need it, if you live in the U.S., you can give Paul a call. He can send you, and he can send you the parts you need yeah. because we actually stock all the extra parts yeah. because that's a really common thing here. Yeah. All right. That's okay. It? That was it. Uh, I just got more Rockford versus kicker amps go. <laughs> what? Rockford versus kicker amps go. All right, that's actually not that. We we actually talk about that one a lot here. Um, we sell a ton of primes and we sell a ton of the CX DX amplifiers. Yes. Um, I prefer the okay. If you talk to Paul, he's probably going to sell you a Prime because mm -hmm. the Prime comes with a bass knob. The Kenwood, I'm sorry, the Kicker doesn't come with a bass knob. Mm -hmm. um, I, when it, when it comes to those two amps, the Prime and the CXDX, they're about the same price point, about the same features. Um, it really comes down to where we're, you know, one's a 501, one's a 601. It comes down to where we're going to put the amplifier because, for the most part, we're not using the built-in high level to low level. Yeah, and you go. Forty bucks for the for the mic. Yeah, pack parts. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Chris. Um, Forty-one thirty-four. Yeah, and you know, if you're in California, you'll get it real quick. Yeah. Um, now, as far as that, so depending on how we need the wires to run, mm -hmm. we're gonna try to push the amp buying the amplifier one way or the other. So, like, if I'm involved and we're gonna go look out where we're gonna find the amp, if I can have the wires that they need to go out the ends, I'm gonna go with the kicker amp. If they need to go out one specific end, I'm gonna go. The Rockford amp. Now, up from that, you have the KX series amplifiers, and then you have Punch and Power. Um, they're all three of those amplifiers are, are amazing amplifiers, and at that price point, it really comes down to what you. It comes down to your thought. Meaning, yep. like, are you a Burger King or a McDonald's guy? You know, if you're a McDonald's guy and you have to eat Burger King, you're kind of like. Ugh. You know, I mean, granted, you're ugh, on both of them, but, you know, are you a Ford or a Chevy guy? I guess that would have been a better comparison. Um, because they're both really great amplifiers. There's a lot of technology and a lot of effort that goes into both of them because that's, at the end of the day, their mainstay, their big, hey, these are yeah. the ones we, we do a lot of research on. Um, I really don't have a favorite, though, as far as that goes. I, I like to look at amplifiers as tools. Rockford, much... Rockford uh, clean set. The clean setup is really nice. Uh, okay, yeah. I will I will give for all you guys that love DD ones and wish you. Ha I'm a Chick Fil A boy. Who isn't a Chick Fil A person? I mean, good God! And, and he's gonna say punch. And, and there again, if I had to, and James, like power, you're, you're wrecked. No, okay, okay. If I have to choose between what amps I'm buying, I'm either buying the micro punch amps. I'm sorry, the micro power amps, yes, the new ones, yeah. the small ones like James uses, yeah. or I'm buying the punch amp. I'm not buying the classic power amp because, okay, even though it's a great amp and it's like, it's it's it sounds amazing and it's great, I, I it's it's old. And even when it's I was talking, even when I was talking with uh, with Rockford about yeah. it a couple weeks ago, yeah. they're like, "Look, what are we going to do?" The amp. He's like, "The list of things we want to do the amplifier is like this long, and if we do it, the price is going to go through the roof." So.
do we do that or just keep selling them the way they are? We could, if we keep selling them the way they are, they're selling, we're good. We want to put our direction towards the micro amplifiers, mm -hmm. which is what people actually really want. Those are updated. So those are the two amps I'm buying if I'm buying Rockford. All right, don't know. Um, do you need two ohm versus one ohm? Wait. Also, kicker is two ohm stable, if I'm not mistaken. Kicker is two ohm, Rockford is one ohm. It doesn't matter if 500 watts is 500 watts. All right. Okay, sorry, go ahead. All right, you sure? Yes! All right. Donald. What you say? Uh, I bought the, the, the DSR-1 based on your video. Yes. But now I read all the reviews and they complaining about the Bluetooth. This is an interesting question. Okay. Um, because we talk about the Bluetooth, <sighs> you know? I don't worry about uh, The Bluetooth connection issue, should I worry? What issue is that? So the only thing, okay, so the only issue that I'm aware of with the Bluetooth is there, okay, there is a, okay, like when we were doing it on the bench, mm -hmm. there was intermittent connection, disconnection, yeah. okay, but where the confusion comes in What's a lot way? of the times, why no clean technology in the power amplifiers? Because the power amplifiers were built before they had the DD1 technology, and they haven't, the punch amplifiers are more uh, reasonable the punch amplifiers are a more reasonably priced amplifier to update faster, whereas the punch is built on a way different platform. Oh. It's way more expensive to build yeah. than the, the power is way more expensive to build than the punch. So they're going to update it, but it's it's a cost slash technology getting it to the point to where they can do it and keep the prices where it needs to be. Otherwise, it, the price goes crazy and they don't sell the amplifier. So okay. So, Bluetooth on the DSR-1, like in the video, we show how you can hook up the external Bluetooth to it. And, of course, everyone was asking, I thought it had Bluetooth built into it. And it does, but it has Bluetooth that's built in it only for communication and not for music. The problem that we run into a lot of the times is explaining to people that Bluetooth is a big umbrella of technologies to do different things. So, for mm -hmm. example, if you buy a head unit like one of these that has Bluetooth phone and music. That's actually two receiver chips built into it, one for music, one. one for phone. They do two totally different things and they're not interchangeable. The same is true if you add in, let's say, a keyboard or a mouse to, let's say, a phone, like an iPad. If You, you can hook up a keyboard and a mouse and still do Bluetooth headphones. It's multiple Bluetooth chips in the device that are allowing you to do that, doing different protocols. So all Bluetooth is not created equal. They call it Bluetooth because it's an easy way to refer to a technology. It's kind of annoying, but they needed something to call it. Just like, you know, hey, it's a hamburger. Yep. But there's 20,000 different hamburgers. There's not that many Bluetooth, but you get my idea. Apparently, I'm hungry. Yeah, you're hungry. Uh, apparently, I'm yeah. hungry. Yeah, we um, talking about food right now. <laughs> but anyway, so, like, they're, like, when we paired it, we ran into a couple issues. Most of them were our fault. We were being kind of dumb um, when we you know and then we figured out what we were doing wrong we're like oh yeah duh yeah. Uh, but that's it that's that's there's really no issue the connection yeah. disconnect issue uh, can the Bluetooth devices phone operating system rather than rock for iPhone isn't source for that yeah I mean it just it just happens all right um, JR so don't be afraid to have the piece you're gonna love it and we have more videos coming out on that yeah. so oh yeah Can't all wait. right all right JR, uh, what's the difference between the 4 ohm and 2 ohm subwoofers and what is better? Real quick, before I go to that, the DD1 technology built into the JBL GTO amplifiers is different than the DD. It's the same basic principle, but one was designed by 
uh, a genius, uh, Diamore, uh, who worked for Rockford, and the other one was not. So I'm going to go with the Diamore stuff because when he's in the room, he is the smartest guy in the room. And go. if you ever get an opportunity to hear the guy talk, do it because he's, he's like, wow. And you yeah. just sit there and go, uh, Chick-fil-A is the best. Thank you. Yes, yeah. Chick-fil-A sandwiches are number one. All okay, right. so All right, please ask your question. I'm sorry. I already asked. I wasn't listening. I already oh, forgot. Okay. Let's try again. <laughs> Welcome to the Dino Fernando kitchen. Let's try again. Um, what's, the di what's the difference between the 4-ohm and 2-ohm subwoofer? And what's better? Okay. Uh, there's a minutia difference between a 2-ohm and 4-ohm. It usually has to do with weight, performance. There's no difference. Mm -hmm. The only difference between, let's say, a 2-ohm and a 4-ohm. Yeah. Uh, you know, bef Okay. Backing the train up. Back in the day, you had a single voice call forum and you had a dual voice call forum. Mm -hmm. And with those two woofers, you could make any combination of whatever you needed to do to get the most power out of the amplifier. Chicken, chicken, chicken. Chicken, um, chicken, chicken. chicken tacos tonight. Um, so, for example, like the guy said, uh, one ohm on a Rockford, two ohm on a kicker. That's correct. So, mm -hmm. I need to get that two ohm on a kicker. I'm going to want two four ohm subwoofers in mono. Yep. on that amplifier. Now, if I'm doing the Rockford, I'm gonna want two dual four ohm drivers to get that one ohm mono load, because I'm gonna make each one two ohm and then one ohm at the amplifier. Yeah. The performance, the output, everything is gonna be the same. It just has to do with making sure that you put the load on the amplifier it needs to see in order to give you the maximum amount of output. Sound-wise, no difference. Squirrel, squirrel. That's Haley's favorite movie, by the way. <laughs> um, so. Right. Yes. Nick. Phoenix Gold also has that DD1 tech, DD1 stylish technology built into yeah. their amplifiers, and it works really well too. Yes, yes. All right, Nick. Say, in the past 28 years in car audio yes. industry, yeah. what do you feel caused a major uh, reduction in people interesting about the hobby? Of well, okay. I mean, let's take out the side that car manufacturers are putting better products in their cars. There's always that as an issue of, of that's always going to be the thing. Yeah. In, anything like that is going to happen. But really what happened was, is back in 1990, uh, when I took my first job, so that would take me back to 87, 87, 88 is when I first got the, the itch of car audio. And I was like, oh, man. You know, then I was over in the corner like a crackhead waiting to get Salud, up one of to buy, a, buy an EQ. Frog. Yeah. Oh, ooh, ooh, gross, man. Don't go there. No frogs, please. Um, frogs are okay. I hate frogs. Okay, we know this. Anyways, so, you know, back in 88, there, there wasn't anything, there wasn't a lot of stuff, okay? There was no PS2. There was no game, you know, there was barely a Game Boy. I don't think Game Boys came out until much, much later. Um... So there's really nothing out to distract kids from uh, car audio. I mean, that was yeah. it. It was like you had home audio, you had car audio. You know, if you walked through a Circuit City in 88, it was like you walked in, you had the big TVs, yeah. you had camcorders, uh, you had car stereo, you had home audio, and you had vacuum cleaners and mixers. Okay? And that was it. There, there wasn't... You know, uh, I was into remote control cars when I was a kid, like yeah. I'm sure a lot of you guys were, because that seems to go hand in hand. Cartooning, what's up? Um, so, you know, after you got out of remote control cars, because you actually now own a car, there's no yeah. reason to play with toys. I'm joking. Uh, we, we all played with remote control cars way after we were driving. Yeah. <laughs> They're the coolest thing in the world. Uh, now it's drones. 
There again, there again. Now, now that industry is moving. Now, on. now everyone has to have a drone fly through the yeah, sky exactly. instead of little RC tens and Tamaya frogs driving on the ground. I there we go, frogs. Yeah. So, what happened was is is as time went on, there was other distractions. Kids found video games. You know, we had arcades, but then you could you know we had Ataris, we had crappy games. Everything was like PC driven. Love RC. RCs are the best. Yeah. Still have my original RC ten, gold baby. So. Now we have video games that are 50 bucks. We have systems that are 500 bucks. Yeah, I still RC. See, there you go. Yeah. Um, so, RC cars are awesome. I have four from X. Okay, cool. See? <laughs> I was an associated guy. I have all my cars still. They just sit on a shelf. And they're a reminder of me of things not to spend money on. Still racing. Still racing Losi. I have wow. one Losi four wheel drive. Blackfoot? BMW. So awesome. I don't remember. It was uh, LS4. Four, something like that. Anyways, um, so wow. now you have all these distractions that are in the same age bracket as what the standard age bracket is for car audio. Okay. You have computers are now more affordable. Want to get a Dell, dude? You have, um, I hate associated. <laughs> it's all right. Carlos, I can never watch the videos in peace. I'm going to quit my job. <laughs> watch the pod or listen to the podcast. Put the yeah. earbuds in and just, hey, tune them out. Um, so... To be fair, three of them belong to my kids. That's okay. There you go, Yeah, hey, hey, let me show you how to do this, Johnny. Let me show you. Yeah. Um, so what happened was is, is these were all these distractions that, that started to become more and more popular, and, and that was taking things away from car audio. So combine that with the fact that car manufacturers were starting to put better sound systems in their cars, okay. and I feel that had a lot to do with it. And then, you know... It's not that it's ever stopped per se. Then you take that distraction, that 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 weird distraction that happened, and then you add in this big, five hundred pound monster called the internet, eBay, boom, right on top of our industry, and everyone's like, "I'll give you it for less than cost. You can have it. Costs fifty bucks. I'll sell it to you for for forty dollars plus twenty dollars shipping, because that's how they did it. They got you on the shipping. Okay, so." Those things just kind of hurt the industry greatly. Yep. Now, fast forward to 2018. After the economy crashed in 2006, 7, 8, 9, you know, that whole, you know, gas was, that's the other thing too. For a while there, under one of our presidents, gas was almost $5 a gallon and probably was $5 a gallon. Okay. Well, that's chewing into your petty cash. You know, if you got to put $100 worth of gas in your car, that $50 you were saving to get a new set of speakers is gone now. So that hurt everybody. Fast forward to, to now, okay? Uh, game systems, everyone's got a phone, they have a game on them. People don't play the video games like they used to. Places like GameStop and all those places, slowly but surely going out of business because everything has gone online, digital downloads. You don't have to pay, uh, you know, you just buy a membership to play games. Gas is going down. Ah, uh, the days when gas was, yeah, actually Haley and I were just talking about that this weekend um, with her friends. It was funny. God, I feel old. So... You know, fast forward to now. The internet is also starting to realize that they have to make money just like we have to make money. Amazon can't work at zero profit because they have huge buildings to pay for. Um, eBay, these guys have to make money too. So everyone has finally woke up and said, oh shit, we have to make money. Um, so, you know, us as the independent retailer, if we survive through all this nightmare, we came out the other side a much stronger, much better uh, place to be in. Um, and, and I think the industry now is, 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 is 
really, really well. I think it's do. I think it's a healthy industry now. Sure, there are things that are going away, like these things here are slowing down, but they're not really because there again, you have IData, you have Scosche, you have Pack, you have uh, Metra that are just putting tons of money into these things to make these things work. You know, when you look at like that Pack F150 kit and the new IData version of that, those are amazing kits. I mean, they're 350 bucks, but People are buying them. I mean, you guys know how many of those we've put in, for God's sakes. So, yeah, I, th I think that's where we're at now. I think people are all just kind of, you know, it's like, I think car audio is cool again. And that's, that's okay. So, <sighs> sorry, but you asked. <laughs> Strong okay. Zuma killed me, but I have to say hi. Thanks, Haley. I'm glad you liked it. Okay, oh, and your friend came in today. All right. Go ahead. All right, let me see. Um, Eric, Eric say, what do I hear a pop coming from my Twitter when I turn my car off? Ooh, that's a turn off thump. <sighs> okay, so turn off thump could be a multitude of things. Most of the time it's the amplifier, depending on the type of amplifier you have. Some amplifiers have turn off pop. They go when you turn them off. It's just like the amplifier discharging itself, losing power. Most amplifiers don't have that anymore. Some still do, Pioneer. Um, and then some of your lesser brands also have it. It could also be a grounding issue somewhere, like behind the radio or at the amplifier, to where mm -hmm. your things aren't, aren't, aren't grounded properly. You can get a pop that way. Um, there's really no way to fix it other if it's built. If it's something internal in the amplifier, there's really nothing you can do. Uh, what we used to do is we used to have these things called pop stoppers, and what they were, they were a delay that you put on the amplifier so that the amplifier would stay on until like for 30 seconds until you're out of the car and give the illusion that the pop was gone. No, it was just pop when you were gone. Um, if you want to do something like that, you can pick up a T TR7 from PAC and set it to timer mode and have it do that. But really what I would do is just check over your install um, and make sure that, that everything is, is grounded properly. The other thing too is make sure the pop is coming out of all the speakers. As silly as that sound, that's important. Um, because if there's one speaker that's popping and the other speaker's not, there's a possibility that that speaker could actually have a chassis ground gone bad, meaning one of the wires or the tweeter itself is touching metal, and that is what's giving you that pop. All right. Um, so that's something to think about too. Okay. Well, this is almost the same question. Julie Kendall say, I heard a pump in my speaker. Pump stoppers. <laughs> um, okay. In my speaker when I start my car. I have the ground through the factory harness and also a secondary ground to the mounting bracket. Any info you can give me? So that's going to be turn on pop. Um, so that's, okay. Turn on pop could just be, okay, so there again, it depends on what is connected to. So for example, in like a Ford Mustang, if you put a radio, an aftermarket radio into a mock Ford system, it takes a five volt turn on to turn on that amplifier, not a 12 volt. So if you just go directly into that remote turn on with your 12 volt output, you get a pop from that amplifier turning on. Um, if it's just a normal amplifier and it's getting a pop, you may need, uh, I mean, you could try a resistor um, to see if it's turning, the remote turn on, it's turning it on, it's turning it on too fast, you may need to slow it down. Um, uh, just trying to think what else you can do. Without knowing what kind of amp it is, I mean, it could be a bad amplifier. Um, it's illegal, to, uh, so, but yeah, it's, I, I was trying to read what Tony was writing. Um, 
The other thing too is try unplugging the RCAs, turning the car on, and see if you still get the pop. It could be coming from the radio itself. You could have something wrong with the radio, and it's when it's turning on, it's sending the pop that way. Maybe there's a bad RCA. Um, try just you know try disconnecting the RCA, see if the pop goes away. If the pop comes, you know, and then plug one RCA, see if it does it through that. You know, check that. That that would be some place to start. Okay. Definitely, that's illegal in here. What did he say? Uh, driving with the. With the really? Uh, I, 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 I got another question. <laughs> uh, just have factory speakers, no amp as of yet. Um, so is there? But there's is there a factory amplifier? I guess would be the would be the question I would check. If there's a factory amplifier, that pop could be coming from the amp factory amplifier turning on. If there's no factory amplifier, it's just speakers. Then I'd be curious. It have it would have to be the radio. All right. Uh, Wayne say, okay, Dean, we've been in the industry for the same amount of time. Yes. What were you bumping back then? Rap, rock, bass, or a little bit of everything? Oh, no, I was straight up rap, man. Um, you know, when I was, when I first, when I, okay, so, straight out of Compton, when that, when that record dropped, um, you know, I was like, what is that? And then Sir Mix-a-Lot, uh... I remember when uh, Gore-Tex came out, and that you know, and then Buttermilk Biscuits, and you know the whole gangster rap. Two Live Crew was real popular here. So as soon as I heard that sound, it was like, what is that, and how do I get it? Because bass dropping was phenomenal. When I was in high school, I had two Orion XTR15s off of the 2125 SX, some Peerless mids and highs because that's what they sold. They were cheap. Um, and a 222 was powering those, so 500 watts and 2245 watts, yay, you know. And uh, I was hooked, man. I was hooked. I was I was building boxes with circular saws and jigsaws. I was asking for a $19 jigsaw for my birthday. Yeah, two life crew, one and one, baby, having some fun. Um, so no, I I didn't really. It, when I was a senior in high school, I, I finally found a little bit of rock music. That's like when I got into a little bit of AC/DC. Because um, I actually bought some mids, mids, and you know mids, mid-range like uh, they were called. Uh, I had some Redline mids, mids. Uh, that was the brand that I put in my car. I was like, oh wow, they make other sounds other than tweeters and subwoofers. Um, and so then I got into a little bit of rock and roll. You know, found AC/DC, found the Who. Because um, I really wasn't big into music before that. I was too busy doing other stuff. You know, I was. You know, I like Genesis and Phil Collins. That was kind of neat. And then through college, I scaled it back down to tens, and uh, found JBL. Rocked a lot of JBLs, and then after that, I found Morel. Right. And then that was the end of it. All right, Sean. Uh, I oh, had... and, and, uh, oh, uh, uh, Stevie B was real popular, and also um, uh, Techmaster PEB, the classics, Aussie bands. Hell yeah, man! I love ACDC. Okay, go ahead. Alright, uh, Sean say, I I add subwoofer into my GMC crew cab with bots. Now the rest of the system is lagging. Do I need, or do I get the LC6, L6 1200, the audio control? If so, will I need to replace the stock bot speakers? I'm thinking so. What do you recommend for this department? Okay, so there's a lot of things to consider with this. First things first is what year is the car? Um, because that's important. The factory Bose systems, depending on what year the car is, Pack Audio actually makes a 
because that just, believe it or not, used re uh, variable voltage output from the head unit. So PAC made a variable voltage adapter, real simple, plugs in, T-harnesses in, gives you RC outputs. Plug in a amp and you're done. Um, so depending on what year it is, you may just need that PAC audio interface. Um, so you can go to pack-audio.com and check that. Now the newer vehicles that have Bose, that's a whole other nightmare. Um, so if it's the moderately priced, the previous generation, then yeah, you could do like an LC, uh, LC product, or I still think it's line. No, it's 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 data at that point. Um, at the end of the day, it's it's a if it's a Chevy and you can replace the radio, replace the radio. That's that's what I have to say about that. I, I don't we don't interface into any of those uh, if we can replace the radio because the radio sucks. If it's a 2017 and you have Bose then really you're in a bad place um, because that uses a, there's only one adapter right now for that and that is the nav tv piece and it's about eight hundred dollars and that's really the only way you can interface into it successfully anything other than that's going to be no it's no it's a 2017 all right so if it is a 2017 i would recommend patience at this point there's right now like i said the only adapter out right now is nav tvs and it's about eight hundred dollars because your truck uses a system that's called most and that most system is not anything you want to play with yeah. uh, it's not anything you want to try to throw an lc6i onto the back of it you just just either buy the most adapter from them oh, or don't. wait until june when uh, jail audio yeah the six eight will work but i would personally either buy the nav tv piece uh, the pack piece gym was due in April. Thank you, Jeremy. That was my next thing go. I was going to say. That piece right there, the GM Most, is due in April. I would wait for that because that's going to be a lot more reasonably priced. I believe it's going to be like 350 bucks. And, yes, Most is definitely annoying. So, uh, wait. <laughs> just wait. Do yourself a favor. Uh, and then once that piece comes out, if you, it'll be just like every other Pack Pro. So if you're not familiar with the Pack Pro stuff, go check out the F-150 Pack Pro video we did where we talk all about it, and it's amazing. Yeah, dealing with most in the BMWs is terrible. Yeah, yeah, I've been dealing with most in BMWs. Yeah, for those, you have to use the, um, yeah, that piece. I forgot. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's annoying. So, okay, go ahead. I don't know. I know. What do you guys think about the V... ZVX8D2S since subwoofers. They got a bigger one now, don't they? Which one? The ZVX8s. Don't they have a new one? Did, yeah, we posted a picture on Instagram of the new one. Really? I thought we did, because they have that new line. They're not bad. They're really nice. I mean, if you're into that whole eight small sub, large sound, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a great sub for that. I mean, we sell a lot of those for that. So, Pack Pro or DSR1? Uh, that's a great question. And... And like I've I've had to have that question a lot lately, and it, it all just depends on the commitment you want to put into your stereo. Um, you know, the reason why. Okay, we'll we'll take those two guys out of the equation. We'll look at it like this: Audio Control makes two pieces. They make an LC7i and they make a DM608. Okay, both of them will essentially do the same thing. You have six channels of input, and you have either six or eight channels of output. Um, if you are happy with the way your car sounds and you don't want to play with, like, basement treble will do it for you, and, you know, all you want is some new speakers, you really don't want to get real crazy about it, then the Pack Pro piece is great. The other thing, too, is if there, again, if you're going to, um, because it, it, 
If you want an all-in-one simple solution that you can use your phone for, the DSR-1 is great, okay? It's, it's an amazing piece, it's great, it's, it's, it's got a lot of neat features. Uh, it gives you a 32-band EQ, and it gives you a basic mode, which is just a 7-band EQ, which is really cool. But you're limited, like you're done, you're done. That's the piece you have. If you buy a Pack Pro, then you can go to anything, okay? So if you buy a Pack Pro and you want a DM608, because, you know, that's cool. Um, or if you want to just go into an amplifier, or if you got a cool EQ. So there, there, it's really just comes to how you want to build the system. There's no wrong way to do it. It's just a matter of how committed you are and, and how much play time you want. You know, Christian up there, like he had an LC7i and he came over and he was like, dude, I want more, I want more, I want to be able to do more. And I was like, all right, we'll take this out, put this piece in and you'll get it. Uh-huh. And he, he's like, awesome and as he's saying right now i love it um it, it's it's amazing uh yeah they go up to 48 man 48 db proactive slopes you can go crazy on that um have you done the focal no we haven't um pc interface looks really attractive easy to use um the dsr1 is easy to use for the most part i mean a lot of these dsps are getting super easy to use um focal i'm not going to use because there again it's a windows piece um i'm not a windows guy i'm a mac guy you know, I'm going to use a Phoenix Gold that is a, that is a Mac piece. I'm going to use an audio control that's a Mac piece. I'm going to use a DSR-1 that I can use my phone from. So there's no right or wrong answer to that. It's just what do you want. If you want tons of equalization, time correction, and all that fun stuff, and you want to play with all that and you're cool, buy that piece. If you just want to put something in and make it loud and, and enjoy it and not sit up at night going, uh, you know, then... Just buy the Simple Pack Pro. <laughs> the Human Car Audio Bible. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, what? There you go, Phoenix. The, the Phoenix Gold for the win. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got. Uh, yeah, I know. God, we got to play with that one. One day. Yeah, yeah, that one. Cause that. Okay. The nice thing. Okay. The nice thing about the Phoenix Gold, and we haven't done any videos on it. I feel really bad about that. But it will do Windows. It'll do Mac. It'll do iPad. Okay. Yeah. It'll do um, Android. It'll, it'll, you can do anything. Love my awesome bit one. There you go. Awesome bit one. Bit two. Rules. Yeah, why not? You know, it's, it, it's just what you're comfortable with. I would love the, the PG DSP. Oh, slow it down, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You love anything car audio. You just want it because it's Phoenix Gold. <laughs> All right, yeah. go ahead. Uh, let's see. Uh, I have a 2014 Ford Fusion 8-inch screen. doesn't have Sony system with... Would the DSR one work integration? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what's your thoughts on TermLab? I've never used TermLab. I did a bunch of research on it, looked at it, didn't 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 pull the trigger on it. So, um, uh, real quick. Uh, uh, so the DS. Okay, a DSR one will work in any system that has a front left right, rear left right. That's it. There's no summing capability. So as long as your radio, which that uh, Fusion should have a simple eight, uh, four channel output, maybe a fifth for the center that you're not going to use, um, you're fine. The DSR-1 will do the trick. Anything past that, the DSR-1 is not your product. So, all right, go back uh, to what all that was. Cause... Uh, you know. <laughs> Let's see... Uh, what speakers would you recommend to replace the Bose system in the Chevy Silverado? 
Uh, it depends what you're trying to do. If you're planning on keeping the bows, you know, check out some Kenwood Exelons. Those are pretty nice. Ampro has optical out for high voltage. All right, so TSR1, no good for six channel. No good for six channel input. It's four channel input, six channel output. That's it. Some Y splitters. Yeah, there you go, I'm going crazy. Um, uh, I need RTA Clint for the EQ. <laughs> okay. Any likelihood of future updates to the DDX 903 to incorporate wireless? No. Uh, there will not because to do wireless Android Auto, just like to do wireless CarPlay, you have to have Wi-Fi built in. So there's no uh, Wi-Fi on that. Eight outputs. Yes, I'm sorry. There is eight outputs. Yeah. It's not six. It's eight. My bad. Sorry, Christian. Yeah, it's one. Yep. I know. It's it's and they're selectable. And the reason why I'm not because we that's tomorrow. We got to do that video tomorrow. Slow it down. Yes, I know. I know it's eight. I know it's eight, Christian. Slow it down, man. I know. It's a seventeen dollar charger. Oh, it's charger with the Alpine system. Oh, yeah. So, there again. The DSR-1 would be wonderful for that. Or the Amp Pro, either one. Um, you just buy the T-harnesses and, and plug them in and you're great. So, there again, if you want to play... If, if you have the ability to know what 32 bands equalization will do, or you're going to pay someone to do that, it's a great product to have, and it will make it sound amazing. So... It's just that. It's it's being able to play with it to make it sound better. A lot of people want all these cool things. They get them in there, and the first thing they do is, this sounds terrible. And it's like, well, yeah, you just bought so many dials and knobs and buttons, and it didn't need to be that hard to sound good. Uh, do you guys do remote stars? I'm just curious. I do car audio and alarms, too. Um, We do, what do you think? How many did we do last year? Three. We did three? We did oh, about three. three remote starts last year. Yeah, it's just not a popular thing here. Um, so, yeah, uh, I have you too. Oh, not as good as Indeed. Sorry, but I didn't know. it's because I got a Mac. Um, <laughs> what's your thoughts on Tesla style? What was that? Tesla. Oh, the Tesla style radios. I'm interested in that. I think that's what he asked. The new Tesla, mm -hmm. the Tesla style, Germany D. Oh Jesus, they're all going crazy. Um, I, I want to see that piece. I, I'm kind of curious about that. Jason say I disagree, Jeremy. Uh, the Pro doesn't do EQ or time correction. Jason. Well, Jason, uh, uh, Jeremy knows something that that he really can't talk about about that piece, and. He knows, but yeah, he can't Jer Jeremy about. knows, and I know, and you'll probably know soon enough too. But yep, nothing wrong with an amp pro. And that whole argument there is is not going to be around forever. Okay, so anyways, yeah, all right. Uh, do you guys change out old for new high output alternators and add batteries, etc., or use the radio and speakers? Um, we do not do high output alternators just because most of the time to do a high, to put an alternator in a car now is, is you have to be a mechanic or at least be really good underneath the hood. Mm -hmm. I'm not a mechanic by any stretch of the imaginations. I know electrical systems. I know how to put stereos in. Um, the other thing too is I've never had luck with high output alternators. I know now the technology has changed a lot. Um, from when I put the few in that I put in to now, mm -hmm. um, there's nothing wrong with a high output alternator. I, I think it's a great idea if you're building a giant system, check it out. Uh, there's a ton of great companies out there that make those. Uh, I will say though that if you need to rely on someone else to change your alternator and you're gonna put a high output alternator in there, you better learn how to put it in yourself. Because on a Sunday, if when it breaks, and it will break, or it you know might be two years down the road, 
it's gonna break, you're gonna need to be able to swap out your alternator. All right, Donald, say on your video of the DSR-1, can you go deeper into the aux input? My plan is to do a Bluetooth receiver into the aux knothead unit using the punch remote as a volume knob. Yeah, and that's exactly what we were talking about you could do. Um, yeah, because that, that's it. You, you plug the, 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 the blue, yeah, the dongle, and then really what you need to see is the setup, how, how all that is done, and that's coming. We're, we're, that's coming. So once we get that video out, then you can kind of, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so what do you think about the Tessa, Tessa tape? To type. That Tessa. Was the, that Tessa was tape. Tessa tape? Tessa tape. I thought it was Tessa type. Okay, go ahead. Type? Oh, Tessa type. Yeah. Okay. That was the Tessa to, type radio that we were talking about. No, 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 no. Oh, this, no? Okay. I went by connection. Okay, this is Clint. Uh, guys, what are your thoughts on the Tessa tape? that insulate the connection there it's uh, a top what? that should be used it what what am i talking about insulate a connection there is a thought that it shouldn't should be, be used, used for it. okay so i don't use tesla tape as an insulation like if we strip a wire back and we have to tape that up um i don't use tesla tape for that um i use either regular 3m tape or i use the high temp tape underneath the hood because um, there uh, yeah I'm with you I really don't think that's a good enough um, tape for insulating things I think it's a great barrier around a group of wires mm -hmm. just like the manufacturers use it for but I don't like to use it on individual wires that I'm that I'm you know using as an insulation um, I'm gonna just use regular you know 3m black tape and Pray to God it doesn't turn into a ball of goo. I usually put a zip tie around it because here in Florida, it's not if, it's when your tape is going to turn into a ball of goo. Yeah. So we always put zip ties around the wire and the tape to hold the stuff in place so that if two years from now you're in there digging around, um, you know, what's up, James? Uh, you can, it'll still be shielded and covered. All right, uh, Corey, I have a 2018 F-150 Super Crip going to run the audio control D6-1200, hmm. and I run Infinity Kappa to the doors. What would you recommend to the shallow, shallow mount subwoofers? I'm looking to run a 112 or 110 down fire under the basket. Um, so if, if we're just dealing with normal, uh, like the power of that, I would look at, like, there again, the kicker, uh, Comp RTs are our favorite shallow mount woofers. Um, if you have room above it, you could go into something like the T1 shallow mounts are really, really nice. Um, if you're a Rockford guy, the Punch P3s are nice if you feel like waiting a while for them to break in. But out of the box, immediate happy face, sound good for down the road, happy, yo, yay. Check out the Comp RTs. All right, Jeffrey, question. My smart car has a 90 amp alternator and I'm just trying to see if I upgrade it to the power wire to zero gauge. And I add the X. Thank you very much. See you guys later. All right, yeah. Again? No. All right. Sorry about that, guys. I know we were getting ready to answer that question on the mini, uh, I mean, on the, the smart car. Um, I was going to answer that with a story about a Prius we did. Uh, basically, you just give it the biggest fighting chance you can. Your zero gauge, the bigger battery. Um, play it smart. You know, when you're sitting at a stoplight, don't don't jam on it. Um, obviously, you're not going to fit you know a real huge alternator in there. Yeah, our phone. We uh, it's, uh, we don't even go there. But 
Um, so yeah, you're, you're, it sounds to me like you're going to give it the biggest fighting chance possible, and at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for. Um, just play it smart, and you'll be fine. All right, so what do you got? You got a couple uh, more real quick? What do you think about the Pioneer 2300 NEX? Uh, it's a great radio. Um, they make two versions. You have the MVH or the AVH. If you don't need a CD player, save the money and get the MVH. Yeah. Um, nice to have you back. Sorry about that. You guys have uh, have you sourced the mini? No. The, uh, okay. The only place I can find them wants five dollars a piece for the mini relays. So to me, that's not a great um, great alternative. Epicenter seal or porter for best results. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, the box really doesn't matter for the epicenter. Go port it. Go port it to get the big base. Um, and you're back. And we're back. Have you done anything with DC Audio used or installed? No, DC Audio, no. You know, we have the SCAR stuff, so that's primarily who stepped on the car. No, the phone overheated and shut off. Um, like I said, we're for the show, we're working on something different. Uh, it's just not going to be until later this month until uh, we can have all the pieces we need in place. So um, that'll get better. Uh, and I didn't want to just leave you guys hanging. We were going to wrap up the show because Jason, keeper of time, has already decided to head out. Mm -hmm. um, but I, you know, we wanted to make sure that we got to at least wrap the show up, give you guys an ending, and answer the question about the power wire. Who's having the power core? People? I know, I know. Um, but yeah, so it's been a great show. Yep. Um, uh, sorry, we had the little accident right there. I want to thank you guys as always. Uh, you guys are great. You guys are wonderful. It's Monday, so we got a whole big long week to look forward to, mm -hmm. full of jam-packed fun and excitement. Install videos, you know, coming up. Uh, check out the podcast for uh, original content. Uh, that'll be up Thursday night. We, we do it Wednesday and all that. Um, see ya. Uh, if you need shirts, teespring slash store slash five-star car stereo. If you need tools, dnftoolsrow.com. If you want to support the show, you can do it at Patreon. Mm -hmm. That's right. We love the Patreon. We love the Patreon guys. It's wonderful. Thank um, you. Work safe. Be safe. Have a safe week. Uh, if we don't hear from you between now and Saturday, make sure you check out the Saturday show. Yeah. And it'll be lots of fun. Hey, Haley. Um, all right, guys. You have a great night as always, and we will see you later next time. Bye.